Hey, welcome to the Way Podcast. I'm Zaire Gerfan, co-founder and head of marketing at Keymakers Media. And I'm Varun Parimala, co-founder and CEO at Koyart. And we are your hosts for the Way Podcast. A show that aims to elevate voices that are interesting and meaningful come together to create value. Creating maximum impact through minimal conversations. But before we get started, here's a word from our sponsor. StuMax VIP is a student privilege feature where students will get an opportunity to directly connect to various industry mentors and also avail exclusive discounts for various courses, both technical and non-technical. Sign up today to get free access to a technical course, 12 webinars and direct connect to the best mentors. Let's get started with our show. Today we have someone special on the show, someone with whom I've had a limited conversation with, yet a very impactful one. He's a person involved in actively building the artist community and is constantly putting the work in to build it even more. He's a podcaster like us and runs a show called When We Met. He runs a newsletter called Relatively Correct that talks about art, politics, tech and everything contemporary. He also runs a crazy bye-bye community. Thanks for joining us on the show, Pawan. Um, how are you doing? Thank you so much, Zarek and Varun, for having me. I'm good. How are you guys? We are, I mean, we're doing fine. Um, Alright, so anyways, before we get started, Pawan, why don't you let our listeners know uh, a little bit more about yourself? Okay, um, I individually introduce myself always as a theatre artist. I started my uh, creative journey as an actor almost a decade ago and then slowly I moved into writing, directing, uh, stage design, production design and all those things. And uh, I'm also an engineer, so I graduated in the year 2016. And after my graduation, while I was working for a manufacturing company, I thought, uh, no, this 9 to 5 and this engineering thing is not going to work for me. And then I quit my job and I uh, started a community organization for artists and creators. Uh, And now it's been three years that we have been running a platform for artists with a uh, few of my team and friends and all the wonderful guys like you who support us help us from across the country all right pavan so you know a lot of us are locked up in our homes right now how's that been going for you and how do you keep yourself excited um initially it was pretty difficult for me uh, i wasn't so much of a, a screen person and when my screen time increased in the beginning of uh, the lockdown uh, i had you know uh, it kind of resulted me into getting frustrated or annoyed a little bit. But uh, then eventually I got uh, a hang of it and I, I'm now I'm pretty uh, good and decent at handling my screen time and my mobile and all those things. Um, Already, uh, Pawan, so the thing is you have been involved in a lot of things, but today we wish to talk about two things in particular. One would be content creation and the other is the artist economy. Um, so firstly, as a content creator and a person who manages a community that revolves around content curation, what were your main key learnings that you know came to you with experience and how has experience been in general? Okay, when it comes to content creation or even curation, I always suggest one thing um, to everyone who will, you know, who has asked me this question or will ask me in future as well that uh, the very first important point is to listen to your audience. Uh, and, you know, no matter if you have 1000 followers or if you have 1 million followers, it's very important to know uh, the people who are at the receiving end of your content. 
and uh, i always urge people to use the tools like uh, instagram stories offer let's say uh, ask me a question or the poll or or things like that sort so uh, that's one thing that I, that i always urge content creators or uh, curators that you should listen to your uh, audience the second thing uh, i would say that always try to experiment with your content uh it it's not mandatory that what has worked for another creator will also work for you uh so you need to always experiment uh with your own self one example if i have to give uh to you is so a, a few weeks back we were very much interested into understanding how we could use gifs uh in our feed in our stories and in our posts and all these things and uh we we wanted to put out a blog and in order to create a creative or a visual uh, you know element for our instagram feed what we did was we we went to instagram stories we found a gif about it and uh, we just saved that instagram uh, story with a black background as a video and then we put that video on our feed and it it looked pretty decent and uh, pretty nice and uh, nobody likes sort of found it that it was a gif got it which we got it from instagram stories and all these things so uh, we we ourselves keep on doing these experiments with the content and uh, tools that are available so i think that's the second thing that i would uh, suggest or recommend to any creator out there. right uh, these are the things uh, that any creator can uh, try doing but also one problem i've been observing with the creators is putting out consistent content like sometimes you put out very excellent content and sometimes you put out mediocre content so how do you think a creator can work on his consistency so in order to be consistent with uh, your content especially on social media uh, i'm not referring to blogging or uh, youtubing or vlogging i'm i'm talking about let's say instagram facebook twitter or all these platforms uh, unless and until you don't enjoy the process of creating content on it and if you think this is more like a work for you and you're forcefully doing that 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 consistency is never going to come so um, especially for uh, my personal profile which is which is me just putting out uh, some tweets and some random thoughts uh, it's not very artsy or something like that or it, my personal account on instagram doesn't revolve around uh, the work that i do so i i don't care about at what time i'm posting the content or i don't care about what hashtag i use or i i literally don't care about um, you know if if i will get more followers or not not it's it's a very fun activity for me so i completely enjoy it and that's what the audience also likes to read or listen to so i think uh, one way to be consistent is you need to enjoy the whole process because you know if you're going if if as a creator you're going to spend so much time into promoting your content and putting your content on social media you really should enjoy that process and not forcefully do that um second thing if uh if you you know don't sort of enjoy it but you still want to be consistent uh, i would say having a schedule or a content planner is is the best option so a content planner can you know be like a simple excel sheet also where you're just listing down what sort of topics you're going to post about this month or uh, what sort of content uh, you're going to post out on this weekend on this dates um, and a lot, lot of it can be surrounded considering what dates are going on in a particular month let's say it's 5th of june uh, which is world environment day can you put out something uh, relevant to that so this is how we decide our content calendar uh, 
pretty much two weeks in advance before the month starts we discuss what are the dates and if there is something that's coming up so uh, for this this 5th june edition we were doing uh, around world environment we were talking about digital pollution and uh, are we are we cautious about the content that we consume on internet so uh, this is one way uh, you can be consistent if you can plan it well then you you can you 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 are free of that um, you know last minute hassles and thinking about what to write caption and what to put and all those things um alright i think uh, pavan when it comes to you know being consistent with content curation obviously you have to you know enjoy the process but from a perspective of an artist somebody who's a musician or an illustrator for example they kind of have this battle within themselves about staying true true to their art their form but at the same time they have to you know maybe make money or get the following so to the content curators who have this battle between them uh you know of listening to their audience and at the same time being true to their art how do you think they can you know find that gray find that balance or do you think there should be a balance in the first place uh i necessarily don't think there should be a balance because let's say for a musician um if let's say he he performs or writes songs in one particular style um he should keep on uh, you know performing and creating content and putting out videos or stories in in that music style only otherwise uh, if he's creating content uh, f- for the majority of audience that he has but he doesn't enjoy the art style that he is doing i think um, in a way it's a very uh, tricky and a critical line to be at because you're not staying true to your own self and your own creative style um but i i have not seen this problem for a lot of people because if today you go out and reach out to any uh, successful let's say by successful i mean uh, higher following content creators on social media they would say that hey i i just put out what i feel i just put out uh, what i like to create i just create videos which which i like to create and all these things and you develop audience automatically around it so um i think we shouldn't focus in the beginning stage we shouldn't focus on uh, if we really want to think ki will i get following out of this or uh, how will i promote this who will buy my merchandise or you know listen to my music and all those sort of things i think in the beginning it's pretty natural to just be yourself and uh, if social media the algorithm is not helping the word of mouth and the offline space can you know somehow help you into getting audience on the internet also pavan if you notice uh, just like you there are a lot of people who study engineering and but don't end up in the similar space there are a ton of people who uh, who do who are engineers but end up in so- doing something different uh, something which is not related mm. to engineering i think now you will see a lot of people doing this because uh, let's say i i took admission in 2012 so at that point of time the tech around us and you know the social media game was not this great as it is today uh, or i would say at least in 2018 or 20 uh, this period so i think at that point of time all we felt was doing engineering and then getting a job is the way to have a secure future but nobody thought that youtube can also be a great way um to you know uh, have uh, a source of income or have a have it as a career 
So I think uh, it's pretty natural that we are seeing this phenomena and we are seeing this trend that in more engineers, uh, architects or CA and all these other stream people are uh, moving towards art uh, because it has the tech, the social media game has opened a lot of uh, doors for everyone to be a content creator. So I think um, it's pretty okay. Uh, second thing that I want to say is that, uh, you know, it, it's it's very opportunistic and it's very uh, great right now what uh, what space we are in and what uh, the social media is helping creators and everyone, uh, you know, it has brought an equality in a sense for everyone. So, and, and most more importantly today, what degree you are in, it, it doesn't really matter. But uh, one benefit that I can say if you are an engineer and then turned into an artist you have that analytical skills and you have those uh, business skills, uh, I would say, which is very important today uh, as a creator, as an artist to have. Because um, I was just having a conversation with someone last week and um, he told me that, you know, it's you're seeing this as a major trend that artists don't want to get involved into that uh, business side of it or they don't want to get involved into the numbers uh, of their game but uh, it's very important so i think if you're an engineer or a ca or architect or whatever any other stream and then turning into an creator it's it's, it's going to help you as well uh, and it's going to be great for you as an individual so the thing is pavan um when a lot of people actually make this choice of you know uh, putting their art aside and continuing with nine to five for the sake of safety or whatever you want to tell um, it shows that something is wrong with the artist economy and that is something I think you have been working on and that is something you want to fix. Um, the question would be uh, to pinpoint the exact specific issues that are with the current uh, artist's uh, economy ecosystem and what can we do to fix it? So actually today, especially in today's time, I wouldn't say there is any job that is secure I, or I wouldn't say any any particular stream which is you know very f like future proof or crisis proof or anything like that today anybody is as vulnerable anybody's job is as vulnerable uh, it is of an artist or let's say of somebody who's working in a manufacturing sector so right now the game has pretty much changed entirely but if you're asking me this with the context uh, to before covid situation i would definitely say that um, you know the the visual style and the visual space of art wasn't very much uh, appreciated. Let's say how many of us, you know, went out and bought uh, paintings or let's say uh, specially handmade uh, products from artists directly from their Instagram or through their Shopify pages and all those sort of things. Um, so I would say it, it's also in the way how the Indian consumer uh, is looking at art. And uh, this is an education problem that I see if I want to, you know, just uh, say it out and answer this quickly that this is more like an education problem uh, that we need to teach to the audience rather than, uh, you know, rather than working majorly on the artist side and making this as a pressure game for them to build this uh, creative economy uh, through them. So I think one way to... Uh, solve that and bring this art economy uh, really rising is by educating the audiences and the Indian masses that we have that, you know, you should go and buy local. Uh, I, I see that that's happening, but then we needed a 
pandemic like this to realize that you know we should be vocal for local so but i think right now it's 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 going pretty decent and uh, diwali would be a period where we will get to know if people are actually buying indian products people are actually buying uh, indian handicrafts or not so i'm just waiting uh, for diwali and see if there is going to be rise in the purchase power and people are going to buy indian uh, made products or not um already pawan those were like you know extremely in depth answers to um, to whatever topics we're discussing but right now we are moving uh, towards a segment that we call getting personal but nothing personal um you know basically we you know we try to get a little personal where we talk to you about your childhood etc so that we get an idea of what made you who you are today right um so the first thing uh, we would want to ask is what was it like growing up for you how did you spend most of your time and we know for a fact that there is this entrepreneurial um, trait in you and where do you think that came from so i at least so i i, I was born and brought up uh, in aurangabad which is in maharashtra so my schooling was done there and uh, i grew up with my two elder siblings and uh, i i always had this helping hand whenever i needed uh, in my school but when my elder sister uh, she got married and um, she went to her in laws i i i then that was the time when i you know when i started being on myself and i was uh, taking care of things myself uh, so this was around say 2007 or 2008 uh, period where you know i i started taking charge of my own life and let's is the smallest of activities when when you're a kid and you're in your 7th standard 8th standard the smallest of things like uh you know uh, preparing for your exams or uh, repairing your bicycle or anything of those sorts are you know like a pretty big task for you as a kid so i think that period was when i started uh you know doing things on my side i i started taking more interest in other extracurricular activities in school uh, initially i was just a nerd and a geek i was i was a first bencher uh as as i went on to 8 9 10 standard i became a backbencher and uh, so i think i have seen my major life transition uh during those 3 4 years in my life when i moved from first bench to the last bench and uh, i think doing those extracurricular activities and uh, you know just taking part part in competitions and all these things uh really shapes you up for the future and um I don't know if this might be relevant or significant for the listeners or you guys or not, but it's it's really important uh, the experiences that we live every day. Like I would say, even today. But as a kid, I think uh, me being open to experimenting and me being open to uh, getting diverse experiences was one way of having the entrepreneurial spirit, and I think that's why. Uh, today coming back to the first or the second question that you know you should experiment with your content as well i think that instinct also comes in me uh, through my school times or through those 3 uh, 4 years of my life so yeah i think that's that's what uh, pretty much i would want to answer on that 
all right pavan you definitely had an interesting childhood and also uh, we know that you are an ambitious person what is the long term impact you want to make uh, in the artist community <laughs> so this is a pretty tough question for me actually because you know uh, if you if you would have asked me this a week back uh, i would have given you a different answer if you ask me right now i would give you an answer and if you ask me again after an hour probably i might give you a different answer but to tell you what i have in my mind right now uh, is is i was on a call uh, just before this and we were just having this conversation that uh, the internet has become so polluted and uh, because you know this covid has me forced us to use internet even more and we are we are going to rely more on these tech giants like facebook microsoft google and all these companies uh i was really concerned uh, about how we are going to consume this content and how we are going to uh, you know sort of just uh, bring in equality in in terms of the content world so i i'm not sure if i have a goal as of now like a next 5 year or a 10 year goal because my goal always keeps on evolving and changing uh, every day every week uh, probably but uh, as of now literally i'm i'm pretty uh pretty much focusing on uh the data privacy world and uh, about how to get rid of this internet pollution and uh, you know bringing more equality on the internet bringing more empathy on the internet so that's what i'm currently focusing on and working around as of now um already pavan uh, i think uh so to give you guys a little background we kind of did another recording with pavan which ended up being for 15 50 minutes uh but <laughs> this time we can't get in that much depth and we kind of have to wrap it up now so pavan before we kind of uh, close this what would be the message you would want to leave the audience with uh to everyone who is listening to this from anywhere across the world um i think if if you are if you what if you are in the content space or if you are in the art space if you be as personal and if you just be if you just speak out what you have in mind and express those thoughts in the form of your art i think it's going to be a great piece of art let that be a video or a painting or a piece of writing or anything so everyone who's listening to this i would just say that uh, never self doubt yourself on your thoughts or on your creativity and just express it in any form uh that you know you love to create uh, as a medium so i think that's the message that i would want to give to everyone all right pavan also many of our listeners would be interested in getting in touch with you uh, where can our listeners find you uh instagram it's it's pavan uh, underscore rochwani or i think i am most uh, available and i respond most quickly on my newsletter which is called relatively correct uh, zarik also said that in the beginning if you just google a uh, relatively correct by pawan rochwani you guys will find it and we can chat and you know we can talk over there all right pawan wrapping it up thanks for doing this thank you so much varun thank you zarik great having you pawan um guys check out his podcast it's amazing give it a listen and also please sign up for the newsletter and that was all for today's episode of the way with zarik and varun stay tuned and check out our instagram tawae podcast to connect with us and the guests You can read the key insights of the podcast on modem.in. Modem.in is a youth lifestyle blog that every generation Z person should be reading. New episodes out every Saturday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Keep listening to the way.